0: hi guys and welcome back to the fill your boots podcast today i'm joined by Pete edwards we used to work together with usn and his content is phenomenal if you guys don't follow him on instagram tiktok i literally love it so thanks for being here
1: thank you so much for having me it is an honor to be here this is my first podcast actually so i'm I'm super excited got some awesome topics to to talk about so yeah how are you doing today though what is what's going on in the life
0: I'm good what's going on in the life I don't know same old same old training pting coaching going to sleep doing it all over again mm.
1: the standard the standard coach life everything everything going on
0: we're both the like, same oh, aren't we we were having this conversation just beforehand how like when we're online coaching it, we can very easily go for a long period of time without speaking to an actual like human being in real life so
1: <laughs> yeah it, it's interesting you know online it looks very it looks very social it looks like you're always with people but you're really yeah. not a lot of the time you are behind the laptop editing yeah. and just messaging people but it's yeah. good though we enjoy it so we can't complain
0: we do enjoy it we can't complain um so you very much do the same same kind of job as me a little bit of PTing, lots of online stuff lots of content creation lots of time spent on social media
1: yeah, yeah. no it, it, it's good i yeah, trying trying to push the content stuff a little bit more now, um, and take it like a little mm. bit more seriously. I think everyone that starts, they always just say that they post for fun, and I think if you can keep it fun, and, and yeah. you know, get your career, it's just like the best, the best case Absolutely. scenario. Um, so that's kind of what I'm trying to do just now. So. Mm no you absolutely
0: are as well and the fact that you're utilizing your personality which is you're obviously very humorous like it comes across so well like you're not trying to be anyone else you're literally just doing you and honestly I think
1: that's the best thing that you can do yeah it's one of those things I I think it it takes a while to build that because everyone has their own personality Mm. I think for it to actually come out on camera it just takes a little bit of time you know, mm. I, I go back to my older videos and I cringe myself out just watching them. <laughs> I, I cringe so badly. I'm doing just, I yeah. Just if you scroll back in any of my socials, I, I purposely don't delete them for that reason, just to give me that yeah. kind of like, oh, okay, your you know, your camera confidence and got better and stuff. Yeah. But yeah. At the end of the day, are we allowed to swear? By the way, is this? Like, yeah, you
0: can swear. That's fine.
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs> Who cares? Exactly. Who cares?
0: Exactly. It's funny like social you're media like place. that with, with your personality, because I don't know why I'm outing myself like this, but I had two people say to me recently, two separate people tell me I come across really stuck right. up on social media. And I was like, oh, stuck <laughs> like, up. yeah, I was like, oh, OK, I don't mean to like they were they both said it as a uh-huh. backhanded compliment. There was like you can't you come across really stuck up, but you're not when you get to know you. I was like, I'm not sure how to take this <laughs>
1: What? It was really Wait, who, weird. Who, who were these people? Who was, who were the people that said you're stuck <laughs> up?
0: I can't out them.
1: <laughs> you can't, you can't say.
0: No, I can't say. I can't say because I do know that they they didn't mean it in that sort of way, but I you know when you're just like, huh, okay. <laughs> There's some food for thought.
1: Yeah. It's an interesting compliment, but it's really yeah. awkward. Yeah, I think something as well, what I find particularly with, you know, if I get any sort of, you know, hate, right? <laughs> any, any hate, it's usually someone has judged a short piece of content, like let's say a 10 yeah. to fifteen second clip where I'm just like bashing the fuck out of glute bands and they mm-hmm. think, oh, like you know, I had one glute video go, go like semi viral before and I was just bashing the fuck out of these glute bands and I'm mm. getting comments like, oh, it's not, you know, I'd hate to train with him. You know, women must hate this guy. And I'm like, most of my clients are female. Like, oh you're judging God. me on one like, 10 second clip. Whereas if you actually yeah. look at all the stuff, there's like hours worth of stuff. So, you know, I think I think a lot of times when people say negative things like that, they're judging it in such a short, like, you know, the like you're doing or something like that. Or, yeah.
0: Yeah. But also the funny with, um, thing is, sorry, you go.
1: <laughs> you go. on you go. on you go.
0: I just said the, the funny thing is the, funny. the reason why your video probably did go viral was because of all the hate that was coming at it. It's so strange. I've had a video <laughs> do that before.
1: <laughs> yeah, it just like triggers people. And sometimes I notice it's stuff that I've not even meant to trigger people by.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the
1: most random video, like yeah. one time. It was, it was so weird. I, I don't know why. So I, I don't even do this now, but you know how, like, let's say, when I was more kind of focused on, let's say, bodybuilding stuff, you know, bodybuilders weigh everything, right? All the mm-hmm. time, especially in the year shoot or whatever. Yeah. And the classic, like, someone of like weighing condiments. Now, I'm not really a fan of that, but let's say you <laughs> were going to, I showed like a little trick one time. It was just like about weighing a condiment. If you actually set the scale to zero with yeah. the plate on it, and then just, it was really simple. Cool. And mm. it got like over a million views. And I was like, how? <laughs> and half the comments, though, were just, this motherfucker weighs his condiments. What a loser. I was just like, yo, I was just showing something. I wasn't meaning any harm by it. god! um, It's always the
0: little things like that that go viral. It's funny, I I did one last year and I think it's clocked up to something stupid like 22 million likes or something. Like, honestly, (laughs) it went far. And it was basically like, it was a transformation post of my progress over the last year. And my caption was literally saying, if you're doing this naturally and you've been training for a long time, you're not going to see like a huge difference. And all yeah. the comments were like hating going like, she looks the same and this, that and the other. And <laughs> I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and it literally went to like 22 million views.
1: Wow. You must I have know. got a lot of, so when, when did that happen? That, that's, that's a lot, especially for, you know, it's I noticed like for transformation stuff, if it does well on your coaching page. Yeah, like your business for the next couple of months must have just went a bit mental I don't even I know, it great. didn't
0: really I feel like it was just full no. of hate more than anything
1: else really? but
0: really? yeah it was, just... oh, it was
1: wild it was wild it's crazy. so funny I, I, I... yeah so, so you posted it and then how, how long did it take for your video to go viral?
0: Mm, it clocked it up pretty those, quick like... yeah it went pretty quick and yeah. it. it kept going for like probably a month or something like it yeah. must have been stuck in the explore feed or something but it was going like violently wild and I kept commenting back to people that were like there's no change I'd be like read the caption read the caption <laughs> read the caption read. and I just <laughs> gave up doing it
1: <laughs> yeah. you, you, have to, you have to just like you know it, it's so hard those well works I always try to like you know it, do you find it difficult to try not to be like extremely witty to these these comments oh, yeah. 100%. you know, percent just wanting to like destroy someone in a comment and you're like you know what
0: <laughs> it's not <Don't>,
1: worth it <laughs> don't be yeah don't be that person it's, mm. it's not you it's not you but sometimes it's tough though especially with just some idiots idiots yeah. idiots in the comments but at the end of the yeah. day if they made the video, do well then i
0: know i was someone kind of was just like i'm gonna comment. let this be
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's you know someone yeah. someone's got value from it you know with all the views so <laughs> it is what it is True, amazing stuff true, true. i have um i have a random question for you mm, and go on. so it's complete well yeah it's not fitness related it's just okay. a question that i want to ask because it's it's in my brain and this is my fir- this is my first podcast and i'm going to try and make this like a tradition of me asking people this okay um, it's kind of like on my insta stories i don't know if you've seen it before but everyone hates it when i do this so anyway here's my question <laughs> i'm ready right. first of all do you like iced lattes? No. Are you an iced latte? <laughs> Straight you
0: don't? up. No, I actually don't. Yeah, no. no, I okay, feel do like... you like cof- coffee? I like coffee, but I feel like coffee should be hot, personally.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, let's use a coffee example. So let's say you have a okay. cup of coffee, a nice little <laughs> cappuccino just chilling next to you, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you've, got, you've got the cappuccino and you drink it and that's it, okay? When you finish it, do you either A, fill the cup up again with water just a little bit and drink it or do you bin it
0: no no bin it
1: you bin it okay yeah no worries <laughs> no worries no
0: worries why who fills that up with water again that's stressful me why
1: the iced latte example is the perfect one so you finish an iced latte and you've got yeah. this lovely little bit of golden elixir at the bottom of the cup and then you just add a little bit of water in it and I'm telling you, best it's part like of the drink rain. just makes your day. Oh, but, maybe yeah, I Yes, so I started to try. sharing this. <laughs> I started sharing it and people are just like, oh, dirty water. How can you drink? <laughs> I'm just like, it's so good. You need to try it.
0: Maybe I'll try it. I'll report back. I'll try it. I feel like I just was the yeah. worst person for you to ask that question to. So I'm just like, yeah. no, I don't like ice coffee. <laughs>
1: to be fair you're the only person i know that doesn't like iced coffee but no okay it's fine it's fine no it's just
0: (laughs) it's it's wrong for some reason and i can't even pinpoint why i just need the coffee to be hot
1: fair fair i've got this thing as well like i I don't know if you have this this is like a it's such like a gym bro lifter thing so i either for my day i either have one to two coffees you know us, we're trying to keep on top of our health, try to like maximize our recovery, not let it affect our sleep. I have to decide, okay, do I pick one to two delicious coffees a day, or do I have one crazy pre workout? Yeah. And it's like you're trying to you're trying to like balance it.
0: Yeah, I have to admit. Is that admit. a
1: me that... Yeah,
0: no, no, no. no it is, yeah, I get that. I have to admit, I'm this person. And I always say to my clients, try not to have caffeine for like a couple of hours when you wake up in the morning because we know that's a healthy thing to do. Yeah, yeah. I'm the crackhead that's yeah, yeah. in the car half an hour after waking up, smashing my pre-workout on the way to the gym at 6am. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does, on an empty stomach, though, it does hit differently. Like, it does just...
0: It literally goes it straight to my fire.
1: face
0: and, and it's one of those things as well like i can know all the science behind it and i know the only active ingredient in that pre-workout is caffeine but equally i want the pre-workout and i've i've accepted that it's largely placebo effect but i want it anyway
1: yeah i think a lot of people associate you know the the beta alanine tingle they just associate yeah. that with it's working it's kicking in yeah yeah um, yeah yeah because i notice if I've, I've tried pre-workouts before that don't have that and mm. I guess you still get more energy but I feel when you feel the tingle it just yeah. you're like oh it's, I'm alive now I can I can lift yeah. any things it's, it's crazy it's, it's, it's crazy. such a weird
0: association yeah. as well isn't it because we know for a fact that that doesn't do anything other than make you tingle in this like context yeah. so like yeah it's yeah.
1: weird <laughs> like the supplement companies are just like you know there was one I've got an interesting story about that so when I was a student I... i I didn't want to buy like an expensive tub of pre-workout at the time so Mm. what i'd done was i would buy like the individual ingredients and have like my (laughs) weighing scales if you walk my room i was doing something (laughs) illegal and i was weighing out i had you know the sexually malay you know the just everything and one time sexually malay correct me if i'm wrong but i believe the the clinical dose at that time back in these days with the studies that i had read was six to eight grams yeah. And the beta alanine is like 3.2 grams you normally have. That's like mm-hmm. the kind of max dose. Yeah. Basically, I switched
0: oh, the no. tubs
1: I thought I was putting <gasps> Yeah. So I put eight grams <laughs> roughly of the beta alanine in. Honestly, the, the, oh my God. the tingles were just unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> I I, honestly, I was going to die. And that's oh my, my God, fault. That's, that's horrendous. So, so
0: so, I can't <laughs> even imagine what that yeah. would feel like. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> Awful. Awful. And the, the worst part is that. I used to do this thing um, where I used to live it would be a five minute walk to the gym so the five minute walk was specifically okay hmm. I'm gonna walk and sip my free by the time I get to the gym that's me so I only yeah. five minutes I'd down the hall, and it's honestly cold. I was in the gym just looking around everyone <laughs> just, <that was> just <laughs> ridiculous.
0: Like you're basically hide just like what's going on?
1: Honestly <sighs> Felt, i felt like i was on something else but um yeah and like so i said funny. no performance benefit just like a, just a no, tingle. <laughs> you know?
0: literally not just like feeling horrible oh my god
1: absolutely yeah. crazy when yeah. did you like you know I, I feel every everyone who lifts at some point becomes addicted to caffeine <laughs> at, some point, at yeah,
0: some point i don't did actually you know now, like... like i <laughs> yeah i probably did The thing is, I was sponsored by USN for a real long time, so I could because I just had it to hand. (laughs) So I think that's why I started it. But I definitely turned into like a caffeine crackhead when I was on prep. I remember that distinctly because I was having pre-workout and like three or four monster cans a day at the end of my prep. Wow. It it was that really is... not good, and then obviously when I finished competing, and I was like, "Oh, I'm actually eating food and I have energy," <laughs> and then I was like trying to wean myself off <laughs> monsters. Yeah. It
1: was awful. That, yeah, it's crazy. So a, a pre workout and three to four monsters.
0: Yeah, I probably you're probably about three monsters and a pre workout, which was. Yeah quite something <laughs> but the thing is because i was like really craving something that was really sweet that was a thing and monsters yeah. just hit yeah. the spot and now honestly i don't want one anymore i've i haven't had one since i prepped because i was just like i, I physically <laughs> don't want it it makes me feel sick
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough how long ago was that was that prep
0: yeah 2018 so it's been a, a good like five <laughs> years since i've had a monster
1: yeah because i've you know I've, I've known you for a few years obviously but i remember like i've seen mm-hmm. your your posts where you're talking about you know competing before and you know the realities of it yeah what's your you know what is your opinion on competing like in terms of like do you think it is worth it um you know people um, just do it for the, the one-off or you know you've got people that want to do it as their career and there's people who want to do it just to dip yeah. their foot in the water
0: think yeah it's worth it <laughs> I So I have so much respect for people that decide that they want to do it as long as they're doing it for the right reasons. Um, my experience yeah. of it was, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, but equally, I am, I'm very glad I did it. Don't regret it, but wouldn't do it again. That's sort of my stance on it. Um, I think sometimes it's yeah. one of those things where if you are toying with the idea you almost have to do it to figure out whether it's for you or not you, you can't like no one can tell you what that's like no one can tell you you yeah. have to do it
1: yeah, but, yeah. It, it's, so, it's so interesting you know I, I think it's one of those it's one of those things that you know you hear a lot of people talk about maybe wanting to do it and then when they do mm. it it's just it's completely it blows their expectation of what they thought it was going to be like you know yeah because there's obviously a huge difference between just getting lean and then getting that Sholene, mean, yeah you know and um, yeah and the whole kind of like suffering aspect i guess um, yeah comes into play regardless of how genetically blessed you are how you know how well you deal with hunger and stuff at some point yeah. you are going to, have to suffer if you compete <laughs> that's you, the way you I, have I, to
0: yeah you have to have the most like ridiculously solid mindset when you're doing it to like because it is it's know. suffering <laughs> to be honest no, it really yeah. is you have to be quite sadistic with how you look at it
1: what's it like on the day of the show are you just like running on adrenaline just <laughs> yeah
0: they honestly day of the show is amazing like i had the best time i was like buzzing i had adrenaline and as soon as you finish as soon as i finished i was like oh my god this is the best thing ever like i'm definitely doing this again and then as soon yeah. as i come back to some sort of sense of normality and i'm eating well and i'm seeing my friends i'm like actually this is like way more fun <laughs> I don't really want to go back to that.
1: Yeah, no, that's 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 very fair. And, and how, how do you find, yeah. you know, back like now, where you are like right now, how yeah. do you find balancing, let's say, what you're saying there, you know, going out with friends and stuff. How do you balance being social whilst mm. living like a, a fitness lifestyle?
0: Yeah, I think, to be honest, I feel like I'm the best I've ever been at it at the moment. Like I am not worried about um controlling every last bit of my food and i certainly would have done at some point at you know certain points in time i train hard because i love training hard i eat enough so that i can do that but also i'm not afraid to not track my food go out for dinner you know have a weekend off like it's i've it's taken me a long time i think to get to that place where even though like a few years ago i was kind of in that place and i would have said i was in that place and like it was okay it wasn't bad by any means with my relationship with food but it's definitely way better now like i, I consider myself a relatively normal person <laughs> so yeah
1: it's good yeah, awesome. I, th- I think that's you know it, it's refreshing to hear that so uh, you know it, it's obviously you'll know this as well obviously with, with your clients and stuff a lot of people do struggle with that balance yeah, yeah. you know being able to like Know that if you have a meal out, it doesn't mean you have to have meal out and go off plan for a month. Is that you can have meal out and come back? And it's, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I do agree to you though, know, in terms of it just takes a bit of time to actually yeah. get used to that. I, I definitely used to be not so balanced, especially with training. I would think if I took you know a week off, that was the worst time of my life. Mm. um you know i'd never I, oh still to this day I, I don't i've got this thing i don't do deloads i don't deload if i'm going to rest i just take four days off and go back i, I i'm the same yeah, that's just how i do it yeah back in the day because I, I, i've got this thing about deloads like fair enough i get it for more so powerlifting. it's more appropriate but for me i'm just like i don't want to go in and have a easy session i, I don't yeah. know it doesn't i'm just no, like why um... i may as well just not train
0: I'm very much the same, and that, that's what I would advise most of my clients to do as well. Like some, some people will like to go in and obviously go through the motions with a reduced load, and that's absolutely fine. But personally, yeah. I think having, I I generally take like five to seven days off, and I'll just fully rest. And I think actually having some headspace away from the gym is quite good as well. From that perspective, like I I personally don't want to go to the gym to like feel like I'm half assing a session and then like good. come home I have no desire to do that and I'd actually rather have that time back in my day to crack on with work so you know
1: no I, I, I agree I, I I think it's I just hate loads. I hate them
0: I, know. I don't love <laughs> it's, them
1: it's a kind of thing though, like when I, and I chat to this about client with clients as well you know just because I do that doesn't mean you have to you know you might love mm. as you said Going in, do a you know, say fifty percent of the normal load they do, going through the yeah. motions. I just don't like doing that. No. I want to go in and you know have that intensity. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just like, I don't like. It. It's not. It's not. It becomes not fun for me at that point.
0: hundred percent. I think any sort of deload. If you have someone yeah. that enjoys training, a deload is like an unnecessary. It's, it's a necessary evil. Like we don't. It's not going to be the best thing that you want to. Obviously, you're going to want to go to the gym. But they're so good for you to do every now and again. So do them if you're listening to this and you're thinking about deloading.
1: (laughs) Yeah, You've you've trained for three years in a row. You've had a pre-workout every day, (laughs) training seven days a week. Maybe, and you've noticed that your strength isn't quite where it was. You're not getting as a juicy pump as you once were. Maybe it's time.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly so yeah. talk to me like with your clients then what would you what when would you deload them what would the signs be that they need a deload how should people so, approach this
1: was, mm. yeah so i usually try to time it because some coaches and there's some studies as well that show that you should deload after x amount of like training cycles or whatever training cycle you're in mm-hmm. you should deload at this point however i noticed that everyone's like the correlation I feel is with intensity. If mm-hmm. someone trains, you know, to true failure, they're probably going to need to deload a bit faster because their body's just getting beat up. And um, mm-hmm. So, you know, you'll know the classic, you know, people say they're at an RPE 9, but if you're with them in person, it's actually like a 6. Yeah. So there's not really a need for a deload. So I usually go by, you know, when we do a weekly review and have like catch-up calls and stuff, I kind of base it on how they're feeling at the time, what their progress has been like in the gym, you know, how they're feeling mentally, um and then and i judge it from there i don't necessarily have a okay in eight weeks you're going to deload mm. and i'll also try time it around if let's say someone's going you know on holiday or they've got like a business trip going on their way that's kind of that's what i do as well i try to time it around that as well um yeah. you know if, you, if you've if got a business trip in nine weeks and your deloads during eight weeks i'm like you may as well just wait just sit for another week. week yeah you know,
0: mm.
1: what about you what's your yeah. approach
0: exactly the same really i think another couple of factors would be like if you're starting to get to the gym and you're just not enjoying it anymore that's quite a big one as well because sometimes you just need a break and a a a bit of a refresh as to what you're actually doing that's a big one um absolutely yeah but generally speaking you know if you're going to the gym you're lifting weights and you're struggling to progress you always get to that point within a certain block and it's like okay this is a big sign that you just need to break and we need to go again yeah
1: for, Absolutely. for for sure speaking yeah. of um that just something you were saying a couple minutes ago you were saying about you know do, do you still train first thing in the morning you know wake up have your I have, do. have your pre hit the gym yeah yeah do you yeah have, do you have any food at all are you do you train fasted
0: i train fasted usually i put just uh, like carbs in my drink just because not necessarily the most optimal thing in the world but my logic is would i rather sleep longer or get up and eat food and my answer is i would rather sleep longer so (laughs) that's what i do yeah Yeah.
1: nothing yeah so you you have some carbs in your drink and you feel
0: yeah you feel good on that generally speaking i'll try and have a big meal before i go to bed and then that pretty much does me okay if i get up in the morning i am pretty used to training fasted because i try and get to the gym uh, like early early so that i can get it done and then crack on with work for the rest of the day so yeah i will just do that i'll whack carbs my drink i have a big meal before i go to bed and then i'll have my breakfast when i'm done
1: mm. for sure yeah that that's that's a really interesting thing you said there because i noticed this a lot of people think that they're for example their pre-workout meal has to be you know this much protein and this much Mm. carbs when actually if you have a pre-workout meal go to the gym the energy that you're actually using is usually from the meals that you've had the day before or hours before so if you're waking up training fasted it's actually your your dinner and you know you said you have a big dinner Mm. you're using that you know yeah Um, it takes time to digest more nutrients and all that stuff
0: yeah, I think so much of it is psychological as well. Um, And actually just realising that your strength is there. Like you just need to actually train hard. <laughs> I think um, there was some research that came out recently. Actually, I saw that there was something to do with never train fasted because your performance will be worse. And then you actually read the research, and it says all of these effects are psychological. And it's like, okay, so stop being a little bitch and <laughs> just
1: train. <laughs> exactly, it's it's so crazy how how much the mind. You know, it's it, you know they start throwing words like catabolic and um, mm. muscle breakdown, and 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 it scares people, and they go, oh. i need to have a steak now before i train and you're like exactly you're good you're good like (laughs) training
0: like lifting weights is catabolic in its nature like you're breaking down the muscle it's as simple as that and then you go and put some protein in your body and it's all well and good
1: yeah i I think it's something as well i would definitely say i struggled with my first few years of lifting it's very Mm -hmm. easy to overcomplicate the process of building muscle Mm -hmm. you know you're you know specifically i remember back in the day 16 years old i'd be setting two hour timers on my phone just that just right right through school i was walking yeah. around school with like like one of those big gallon jugs of milk like an absolute weirdo <laughs> just sipping on milk <laughs> honestly it was it was bizarre and, and now i look back and i'm like what was i doing <laughs> what I was i doing
0: i definitely um, did stuff like that as well
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's crazy and just you know i feel like that's one good thing as well with you know social media and you know mm. the kind of big breakthrough on YouTube back then. It kind of exposed that, and it's like you know, yes, because I, th- I think the nineties bodybuilding, of course, you know, that's what they've done apparently, and it's, yeah, I think oh that's like the best way to do it and stuff, but you don't know what else they're doing and stuff. So
0: no, yeah, I remember being stuck on one. the like eating clean hype when I was in like yeah when i think back to like a levels slash beginning of uni i thought that was yeah. how you had to do it just because that's what all the cool people were doing in the magazines and it's like you can't eat god forbid you can't eat that it's not clean and i'd be like <gasps> yeah
1: it's yeah clean and i'm just like what are you talking about yeah. i don't know it's so funny.
0: Eating, I think
1: it's, it's so interesting like today i would say you know i describe clean eating as just nutrient dense food you know, yes that's to me that's what clean is and if someone's going to throw that word in clean is just kind of nutrient dense and then dirty food if you want to call it that kind of makes me it gives me a bit of the itch i'm not gonna lie (laughs) dirty food food that isn't nutrient dense yeah i think when people learn that it's like a big kind of breakthrough in terms of like oh actually i can balance fitness a healthy lifestyle with Mm -hmm. social activities going out with friends you know a family dinner spending time with loved ones And not feeling that pressure of just having you know freaking quinoa and avocados all the time you know
0: yeah honestly that's actually funny that you said that because I definitely had a time in my life where I made myself eat quinoa and I hated it I like let's be real I hated it and I tried to convince myself that like no this is fine I like this I never liked that so why I did it I don't know um but yeah you're absolutely hitting the nail on the head with that food side of things and It's it's the understanding that food is food. At the end of the day, there's no good food. There's no bad food. It's simply food that's either more nutritious than others. And as soon as you realize that, you can have that balance. And I actually think, you know, having foods that people would consider, quote unquote, dirty, that we hate, um, actually allows them to eat like, I guess, eat well, like the majority of the time. Like, personally, for me, yeah. I love chocolate. I'm obsessed with Reese's at the moment. That seems to be the thing. I don't know. I'm literally obsessed. Um, yeah. That's a
1: good choice. It's oh, good- so
0: good it. But, like, if I eat those, like, I, I will have Reese's more or less every single day at the moment. And that's okay. But for me, like, for me having that, it allows me to make better choices, like, 80% of the time. And that's the balance that I need. So... If someone said to me, you have to eat nutritious food 100% of the time, I would be bored out of my brain. Like, I wouldn't stick to that.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I think we all have those sort of like, as long as you have like those nutritious principles of your day, like you probably have similar foods throughout your day. Like, for example, I I think I've had protein oats with one teaspoon of peanut butter and a a bit of honey and one banana every morning for about five years straight. I'm absolutely, now I can't have protein oats now, but I had it for five years straight. Yeah, yeah, I've crazy. really gone
0: off it because I I did the same as you.
1: <laughs> Honestly,
0: I don't want it anymore.
1: It was mm. a classic. It was eighty grams of oats, one scoop of like, microwave, one scoop of whey mix, Tina yeah. bar, banana, honey, and it was good at the time. But now I'm just yeah. Oh.
0: No, I you know, tried to have it the other day. Actually, not the other day. This is that is a complete lie. Like, I think it was last time I went on holiday because I was like, "Oh, this will be a really good breakfast to just have whilst I'm on holiday." Because then you yeah. have your breakfast and then go out for lunch and dinner or whatever you're doing. But I tried it and I was like, "Oh, like I really don't like this anymore. I can't even make myself eat it. Like it was just bad." Yeah, yeah. it's crazy.
1: I think you probably had the same kind of approach though. Like when you go on holiday you have like let's say you're having that as a breakfast a lot of times it's not that you're actively trying to track or eat specifically healthy yeah i I start my day with a good meal yeah it keeps my appetite good throughout the day i'm not starving do i notice a lot of people they complain that oh i'm hungry at night it's ruining my progress and i'm like Mm. you eat like a three-year-old throughout the whole day (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah and then you're hungry at night like of course you're hungry at night you don't eat throughout the day you know yeah and then just add Something like, you know, a a good meal like that, it's nutrient dense, a lot of fiber. It it just makes the world Mm. of difference. And then before you know it, people are like, oh, I've got control of this. Exactly,
0: (laughs) yeah. And the holiday thing as well. Like I love, I love eating out. I absolutely love it. But I also like my own meals. I know that's really weird, but like I need the balance of the two because if I've been eating out all the time, like I did this weekend, I pretty much ate out every single night and I like that. But then it got to Monday and I was like, I actually just really want my meals. Like, I wanna, you know, yeah. I wanna have some air fried chips because I'm obsessed with those as well. And I was like, right, I'm just gonna do my day like I normally do it. And it's so nice. Like, I don't know if it's just me that's like that.
1: <laughs> No, it's good. I think, you know, the, I think the more you eat out, the, the novelty wears off a bit too. You're just gonna yeah. kind of like, you know what, I want my plate, you know, <clears throat> not the plain, just, you know, because a lot of times you go out, stuff's a bit more, you know, salty and seasoned very well. Mm. So it tastes obviously super amazing yeah and sometimes you just like you know what I just kind of want back to my own stuff yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: how would, you, how would you rate your cooking skills
0: oh god um I'm not a bad cook but I definitely am a creature of habit and because I live by myself like I just do the same things all the time and it's not that I'm not gonna spend the time making it all fancy I can't lie like I just don't have that time in my day
1: <laughs> yeah yeah as long as you eat, yeah. thin that's the big thing
0: yeah yeah I'm, i think i could like so if you gave me a really fancy recipe i could give it a good go
1: yeah yeah <laughs> fair enough i have this like joke that i tell people that i get called le chef pierre oh nice um, but i'm actually yeah it's just this like really bad joke that i have on my instagram and i'm actually a really bad chef so i always say if there's a meal that i can make and it tastes good
0: anyone can do you it. can do
1: it <laughs> you can do it so yeah I you love know what I'm that. obsessed with, though, just now? I love, I love like, Asian-style food.
0: Uh, I it's, my favorite. it's my favourite. It's my favourite. If I'm going best. out for food, like literally, like, Japanese, Thai, Chinese, oh, I love it's it.
1: It's the best. It's yeah. so, so good. So and nice. a lot of times, like, when you, when you break it down in terms of, I, I find that a lot of the dishes are actually quite, you know, nutrient-dense as well. It usually breaks down to, you know, a protein, a carb, and a ton of veggies. It's just the sauce that tastes so good. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah. No, I love well, it. I, so I literally drown everything in soy sauce ninety nine percent of the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's the it is the best. I love it. Right, I've got some funny questions for you. Oh go on. Okay, so i hmm, what shall I start with? Okay, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> Why am okay, I scared? Right,
1: who's the first... <laughs> no no no, it's good, it's good, right. Okay. So what is your most awkward gem story? Oh
0: I don't know. Oh no, that's really bad because I'm like I actually don't know.
1: Oh, um, nobody's in the gym. You train it. 5 PM, that's why. <laughs> nobody's there?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I guess I've done loads of stupid shit over the time. That's why I'm, I'm struggling to pick. <laughs> um, what's yours? Give me some one like. One. Give me some inspiration here. What's yours?
1: I have a gym story that haunts me to this day.
0: Okay, go on. I'm so, ready for this.
1: I, so. <laughs> 18, 18 year old Pete, I've just yep. moved out of my home. I've moved to the city. I'm in Edinburgh, Scotland. I join a pure gym, 24 hours open. And because, you know, I'm an 18 year old student, I go in at midnight. That's obviously, what you do, Obviously. Okay? Obviously. But not many, yeah, not many people are there though, of course, because it's midnight. <laughs> yeah. So I was in the gym and I'd never used a seated hamstring curl where I'm from. They didn't have them. Don't know why. I was in the seated hamstring curl and I did a heavy set, you know, I've got my I've got my headphones on, Eminem's playing, I'm in my hoodies and I'm just feeling good. Yeah. I finished my set to failure. I'm cramping and I can't get out the machine. It's like locked. I didn't oh, know how no, to release it. So I was like, oh no. So it doesn't sound that bad, right? But 18-year-old mindset is like, I'm not asking for help. I can't <laughs> ask for help. <laughs> so so i kind of start to look around and it's been like you know okay maybe i do need a bit of help here i look Mm. around i'm not even kidding the only people in the gym there's five people every single one of them was female in my age and at that time the mindset at that time was just like no i refuse (laughs) to ask anyone (laughs) oh god 10 minutes just sort of like sliding (sighs) myself just kind of like out and then oh I just stood God. up and played it off. And I just, to this day, I wish I could have access to the CCTV footage. When I speak it out loud now, it doesn't bother me. But at the time, I was mortified. I was yeah. absolutely mortified. Oh uh, my but yeah, God. that's just a... Yeah, that's, that's pretty yeah. bad.
0: That's pretty bad. Especially pretty with the girls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, you're 18. You're just kind of like, <sighs> yeah, it's a different time in your life. And you're just like, oh my God, uh, I cannot I cannot ask them. What, what no. am we going to do? It's midnight. The, I don't know if it does this i don't know if you've been to pure gym but they hmm. always turn the music down at midnight oh so i was like what funny. am i going to do hey help <laughs> i'm stuck <laughs> like, what, you what do to. you say <laughs> yeah what do you say just get um, one of them to come and over oh, and you yeah. should you,
0: you should have asked one of them to come over and help and then ask for their number there you go <laughs> done
1: that was was
0: you could be like <laughs> yeah, yeah i did that on purpose because i wanted to talk to you <laughs>
1: yeah that was you know, that would have been good, but 18 OP doesn't think like um. that. It's just, <laughs> just, just, just like, such a different... Oh my and something God. something as well I'd say is interesting is how your, your mindset changes when you start fitness and then like, to now. Yeah. Um, and so just how you perceive everything is just completely different in, in terms of, you know, I, I would say when I was 18 to 22, I would think, you know, everyone's watching how much I was lifting. Mm. I thought I was quite strong. And I'd think people are watching specifically at the plates that I'm putting on. Really though, (laughs) nobody gives a fuck. No one
0: cares. No
1: No one cares. And, Uh -uh. And I think it's interesting. A lot of people, you probably experience this too. You'll have a beginner client. Of course, they're starting with the bar, just like we done, just like everyone else does. Yeah. And they're saying, "Oh, I'm not that strong. I can't do much. Oh, or or this is one I hate. Oh." I'm going to be on the little plate, you know, the little one point two fives, and I'm like, mm. yo, yeah. We all started here. Yeah. This is this is this is what it is. Literally. You know, and no one cares. Just no one, no one cares. No. And people everyone that are in are the inexperienced... gym,
0: is... yeah. Everyone in the gym is so wrapped up in what them what they're doing themselves. This is a thing. You might think people are looking at you, but actually, they're probably thinking about themselves.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's crazy mm. actually for um. I mean, you can tell me what, what girls maybe think in the gym, but mm. for guys, a lot of the time they think that, you know, the girls are like looking at what they're lifting. And no. I can guarantee you right now they don't. You know, I, just, I say this to my girlfriend, even we're at the gym together. She doesn't even know what I'm lifting. No. She's just no idea. No. And, you know, if anything, the most attention I ever get in the gym is from guys. Yeah. is <laughs> the guys. Yeah, you know? yeah. Yeah. Um, the guys are the only ones that are really like looking, oh, he's got <laughs> two plates in the bench press. Oh, you know, it's just, it's, no one ever says anything.
0: No, I can't say I've ever looked at what a guy's lifting, ever.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs>
0: no, no. There you go. Um, I don't know. Girls... What would
1: you say people are like thinking of in the gym when they're like, you know, let's say they're, you know, gym anxiety is a thing. A lot of beginners yeah. feel that way. Yeah. What would you say? You know, what's going through the mind? Yeah, of these girls, what are they experiencing when they get into that weights area, and it's a scary place? What are they, Mm. what are they feeling?
0: It's more so just fear that people are judging you. And I understand, you know. Walk. I I still get it now, to be honest. When I walk into a gym that I'm I'm I don't normally train at, I feel like that. I'm like, oh my god, like these people are judging me. Or you look at someone and think, oh my god, she looks amazing. Like, and I'm just stood here like this, and it's all that sort of thought process, which is so irrational at the end of the day because. No one cares, like you said there, nobody cares what you're doing, like just go and do your thing and I always say this to beginners and new clients, like if you can, make sure you have your program before you go in, make sure you're familiar with the exercises that you're doing, like have a watch of the videos, like figure out what you're doing first before you go in, if you can go in with a friend, go in with a friend, Um, just to like break the ice and make it easier for yourself and then the next time you do it you'll be absolutely fine on your own um but all those sorts of things wear something you know you feel good in that's a big one that is a real big one um I know it sounds really daft but like girls especially like if you're wearing something that you just are like oh but I don't like this or I don't like that like you're gonna spend the whole time thinking about that when you walk into the gym so make sure you're wearing something you feel good in and you'll be absolutely fine
1: yeah people less to this now if it's the, they're just gonna be like, oh I can now go buy the new Gymshark set <laughs> <laughs> I've got an excuse to get it now. You do.
0: You have the excuse. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like even I've been training for absolutely years and I still get this from time to time, particularly as it got hot. Like now it's summertime, it's warmer. I had to make the transition to wearing shorts and I don't like wearing shorts. And it's like, oh, I got that feeling all over yeah. again. Um, now I'm fine with it. It's just like breaking the ice.
1: I, I can totally relate to that. I, I'm used to training in hoodies, and yeah. I don't know why. I just always train in a hoodie, and yeah. obviously, it's hot now. Yeah, so, you know, going from a hoodie to like a a baggy t shirt, it's quite like a mm. it's a step, just like you know, going to the shorts. Yeah, and um, by the end of the day, it's just our it's just our insecurities that just try to come at you at a time. And I think it's really good to push against it and just be like, okay, you know what?
0: Yeah. Wear that
1: wear that outfit, wear that t shirt, wear those shorts. Because at the end of the day, once you actually are in there and you get going. You feel great. You feel absolutely great, Mm. and you know, it's something I've not really thought about too much. When you say that about the clothes that you wear, yeah, do have a big impact.
0: Yeah, it's such a tiny little thing, and it really winds me up as well. If you've seen those TikToks where guys are like, "Oh, like she's using the gym as a fashion show," and this, that, and you're like, "No, like that girl is wearing what she feels good in." That's the only reason yeah. it's got nothing to do with you. She's not trying to impress that guy over there. She's yeah. wearing it because she feels good in it. So wear the damn thing.
1: That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like that is
0: my advice. <laughs> yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I, do, I do see those. It's, it's you know, Gems not a fashion show. Mm. Fuck it. <laughs> wear what you want. Exactly. <laughs> you know? And I think, especially, like, you know, and i think it's important to note with what you said there you know you're an advanced lifter and you've been training for years so and and you still feel this way to some degree yeah you know so i think actually it's it's good though to for people to know like beginners that it's not just them that feels this way Mm -hmm. and as you know as a i would say as like a muscle that needs to be trained the only the only way to really get better at it is to put yourself in that environment Mm -hmm. but like you say you've got those coping mechanisms you know wearing what you like to wear going in with a friend knowing yeah. what you're going to do even knowing the layout of the gym i find quite useful because yes. some gyms are laid out so weird and you look at a program and you're like okay i know how to do this seated single arm row but where is the seated single <laughs> arm row where yeah. is the attachment if it's not set up really and um, so just knowing these kind of things as well
0: yeah. um
1: can make a huge difference um, but that's yeah that's super. um that's super that's interesting yeah.
0: Yeah. I it's interesting.
1: I, this is my first podcast it's really, really interesting how the, the, the topics kind of like you ask one thing and then you kind of you know <laughs> go, go off go on over. different <laughs> tangents i love it
0: I, it's funny yeah. we had like a whole load That's... of topics that we were going to talk about and don't think we've talked about a single one of them
1: <laughs> you know, that was one that had their awkward gem stories there that oh was yeah there that you go
0: <laughs> right let's have another one up off the list i'm having a look right um i
1: got a couple of good ones here
0: okay go on
1: so well, no we, did, we talked about one of them I, I wrote down living a fitness lifestyle i mean social we kind of talked about that oh yeah we did um, we did cool how about okay here's a here's a question okay it's not ran down but it's just it's, it's in my brain okay All i'm right. ready if you had to start again okay if you had to start again rewind time yeah okay you're in you started at school you said you were finishing school that's when you started lifting yeah day one of lifting i want to go to the gym what would you do differently if you could just rewind time but you have the knowledge that you have now what would you do differently
0: everything (laughs) everything (laughs) Everything would be different um okay let me pick my like top three okay number one let's go Not just focusing on burning calories in the gym because for some reason I remember at the time I had this number in my head 500 calories and I wore obviously like a Garmin watch or something like that. And I was yeah. like, right, I can't leave the gym until I've burned 500 calories because that's like my number. Yeah,
1: what, what's going to happen? What will happen so if you so stupid. <laughs> you know?
0: I know. So I'd like, even if I finished what I was going to do, I'd be like, oh, let me just jump on the bike and get to my number so before I can leave. It's ridiculous. I don't know why. I was so obsessed with that rather than actually like getting stronger and progressing. That's why I didn't make any progress for a really, really long time
1: so did you do the classic you know cardio only when you started not as much weights or did well, you start yeah, when with I the started, weights?
0: yeah yeah i think i um i started off with my cardio and then i got a pt that tried to like get me more into weights but even so when i look back on that he still made me have it he still made me do a lot of cardio so i, I don't think it really was that great but um
1: did yeah pt session just on cardio
0: So I remember that he had me doing this thing that is honestly like such bullshit when I look back on it now. It was like cardio acceleration training (laughs) was what it was called. So you'd like do a set of like you do a set of strength exercise straight into like 30 seconds of like high intensity cardio and like back and forth, which (laughs) makes no sense mm. like now i'm looking back on it i'm like i know the science like what the hell was that but he no, was this, adamant a that that was...
1: To get into I,
0: yeah <laughs> so i didn't know what i was doing so i just did what he told me to do so um that probably comes back to the the cringy shit you did in the gym because I thought that was really good for, for a period of time. So that's what I was doing. And I was probably really, actually really annoying because say I was on like a bit of kit strength training and then I'd like go to the other end of the gym to like run for 30 seconds. So if someone was waiting for that bit of kit, they'd be like, what the fuck? So I don't know. Um that wasn't great. So they're
1: yeah running, running on, and then you're just like sprinting back <laughs> to the, other side of the <laughs> Wait, two more sets. I don't
0: even know.
1: <laughs> that so, is yeah,
0: it was weird. Yeah. So that yeah, it sounds certainly...
1: like BS, it just sounds like BS. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, I mean, why? yeah. Yeah.
0: I remember him telling me like, "Oh, you're supposed to like lift weights and then by doing the cardio it like increases blood flow and gets rid of all like the lactic or star it like made lactic. no it makes no sense yeah. like now i've now i've evolved <laughs> i look back and i'm like oh, yeah okay um but anyway that happened
1: it's cool. and then you can and it's, it's cool though because now you get to share this on a podcast Someone <laughs> listening might be in that situation i really and hope no like, one else is doing don't. that
0: yeah don't just stop immediately <laughs> if you're doing that <laughs> Um, yeah
1: and I, I, um, I made a thread earlier it was a bit was similar to what you're saying i said if your pt if you have a pt and your pt session consists of just going from one cardio piece of equipment to another get a new pt i saw that actually just, like, that was good I hear this. yeah yeah it's just like it's no wonder pts get such a bad rep sometimes if that's if that's what your standard is that's you know if you go to your first pt and you're just on let's say the treadmill and the rower and the cross trainer mm. and you don't like it i'm like no oh, shit, don't do I don't like it either. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know? no. It's, it's crazy. I know. Like, fair play if you want to do cardio, but you don't need me there to, to show you.
0: No, exactly, exactly. I'm trying to think of my other it's things mad. that I would change.
1: That was one, uh... so just sort of like, you know, learning about what's actually effective what's actually useful for you training yeah. for your own goals maybe? yeah
0: yeah yeah i am um, also would never stick to like a progressive training program so i chop and change my workouts all the time i remember being sat there with like a notebook and a pen before i went into my sessions i was like oh i fancy doing this today and i'd like write it down but obviously because i was never progressively overloading anything um again didn't make progress yeah. for, for a while um so there's yeah, that
1: i notice this a lot i feel that's still quite common with with beginners they yeah. want v- variety which i totally get mm. but really you need to sometimes stick just for, just even for a little while and build like i always used to say you know if you're building strength within the rep range you're in that's great yeah you're doing amazing yeah you know absolutely of course we can change the exercises down the line but you know it's like for example the, the program i was on not long ago i think i ran it for almost two years yeah i'm still progressing yeah. i just enjoyed it yeah you know it's not like you have to chop a change every week
0: no absolutely spot on um so yeah that's a big one um i thought i did a bit of a post on that earlier mm-hmm. actually because i i keep i sometimes speak to people and they're like oh I, I saw this exercise on tiktok and it's like just because it's on tiktok doesn't make it a good exercise. Like you. Like, if you really think about the reason why that particular individual posted that exercise with some like clickbait caption saying, oh, you need to do this to triple the size of your glutes or some, I don't know. Um, why are they posting that? If you really think about it, it's because them as a content creator, they want, they want the clickbait. They want views. They want likes. It's not because they want you to do the exercise. It's not. So just ignore yeah. it.
1: <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. something as well along the lines of that let's say you've got an influencer girl and she's got a big booty and she's promoting a glute band and she's doing all these
0: Mm.
1: movements with it and then you click on her page, what's the first thing in the bio buy my glute band and you're like, just because you're using that now and doing, let's say she does those exercises Mm. which she probably isn't doing that's not how she actually built her glutes to that. No. She's doing it now. Cool. But she didn't <sighs> expose eight years of graft in the gym to build that size. Yeah. That's not from the glute balance. Yeah. Know?
0: This is my biggest, honestly, my biggest wind up in this industry. It's women who have incredible physiques that are now selling a program that they clearly didn't get their physique from like honestly it winds me up like don't do that to people like why are you bullshitting people
1: i don't yeah it's like bikini body shredded and it's like starts with like mountain climbers in your life <laughs> yeah
0: 100 <laughs> percent. Just... it's always like banded group workouts at home and like i obviously understand like it's, it's marketed in that way because people want the easiest way of doing things. They want to think that it's that easy. So, of course, that's going to sell. People are going to buy into that. But at the same time, like, have some morals. Like, you didn't get your physique yeah. doing that. So, don't bullshit people. Tell people what you actually did. And I know that's – I understand yeah. that that's not as, like, Instagramable. It's not going to sell as well. Like, I know because – even now, like, people message me saying, like, why do you do the same stuff all the time? Like, it's really boring. And I I know it's really boring. This is why I don't post training videos all the time because I'm doing the same stuff week in, week out, (laughs) and it's going to look the same, okay? And it's like, yeah, but that's how it works. And I know it's not as, you know, interesting to watch, but, you know.
1: (sighs) That should be your next post, is that. I kind of did it today. I can see it now it's supposed to be it's supposed supposed to 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 be boring that would have
0: been a good caption
1: (laughs) that's the that's the click it's supposed to be boring you know that's um that's it's it's so interesting i suppose another one i see with you know let's say a bodybuilder monstrous amounts of muscle Mm -hmm. you know training for over a decade and they are obviously in great shape and they've got these stupid little electrodes attached to their like abs And you're just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you really think that's going to do anything? No. But people obviously then they see, oh, it's only twenty quid. I'll buy that. Yeah. You know, I'd rather spend twenty pounds, maybe get some abs instead of you know. Oh my god. Spending the time yeah. looking at the nutrition and stuff it's crazy. It's a crazy world of um of fitness BS that we live in. And oh it's really god, hard to yeah. navigate it, and I can I understand why people get, you know, beginners get
0: confused, confused
1: with all the misinformation. 100%. And I think that's the thing. Even having a coach, even having a coach, the clarity alone is mm. just, you're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Um, 100%. No you see one thing, and you know, TikTok, especially the short form content too, you see, you know, a 15 second clip, someone doing this exercise, and then you click on something else and it's saying, don't do that exercise, do this. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, that, that's a yeah. program, though. I'm not supposed to. It's, it's I know. Crazy. It's crazy.
0: I know. It absolutely does my head in. Um yeah i just I think yeah as
1: well when we're saying about i think something when you're saying about um you know what you do differently mm. i would say for for guys particularly something that guys do let's say you know 16 to 18 years old you just get into the gym and you want to pack on muscle that's usually their goal pack on muscle maybe lean up a little bit mm. a lot of people just have this obsession of having a six pack yeah and i had this as well
0: and you I end up that. trying to
1: diet down. <laughs> yeah, diet down at like 16 17 mm-hmm. and you're like regardless of how good your genetics are if you want like you know a muscular physique you're not going to have that much muscle anyway you're 16 you're no. a baby yeah <laughs> you know um obviously of course if you know maybe i'd say the exceptions like if you're an actually overweight guy and it's for mm-hmm. you know your health and stuff like that and you want to lean down cool of course but you yeah. still don't even need to go to that super lean state because there's a difference between getting into a healthy range of body fat and then getting that lean um but yeah i think a lot of guys they fall into the trap and i did as well 16 17 trying to stay lean trying to chase that six pack when actually if you spent a few years on a bulk just yeah a nice steady gain just enjoy lifting eat yeah. well yeah pack on so much more muscle than just going up and down up and down
0: 100 percent. it's the same for women though isn't it because I think sometimes it's difficult for women to understand the difference between like hang on let me rephrase that so I often get clients that come to me that say I want to tone up and I understand I can look at them and understand exactly what they mean by that but in their head it's their clarity it's not having the clarity between it being fat loss and muscle gain like it quite often the the instinct is going for fat loss like yeah i'm just going to lose fat and i'm going to look like this person and it's like no because that person that you're looking at there has a lot more muscle than you like it's not it's you're not just going to lean down and look like that you're going to lean down and look skinny because you don't have that yeah. you're not going to have the same shape so yeah there's quite often that i see that's a main thing that i see with a lot of clients and when when i speak about oh, you should focus on hypertrophy, you should focus on gaining strength, quite often people will look at that and be like, I don't know if that's me. Like, is that is that me? Is that what I should be doing? Do you see what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, do you get a lot of women asking you, you know, let's say they are about to sign up as a client or they're interested in fitness and they're a beginner. Do you get a lot of, I know you'll get a lot of, you know, I want to tone up, but yeah. you also get a lot of the, when you say about lifting weights, do you get the classic, you know, I don't want to become bulky, mm. I don't want to build too much muscle. Do you get that quite a lot?
0: Sometimes I think usually by the time i've I've signed up a client, they know what I'm about so they're they're kind of on board with that at that point already um, which is great. but yeah, I've certainly had that before <laughs> and I think it's something that I used to think as well when I was um, like getting involved in lifting I thought I could get Jack real quick. <laughs> reality yeah. check <laughs> it didn't happen <laughs>
1: yeah i wish it was that
0: it's <laughs> no. like i'm trying if that was the case
1: every- yeah everyone had just be walking around just jacked like every single human in the world just yeah, <laughs> walking around. i know
0: isn't it funny that my mom thought yeah oh like, when i was
1: 17, she-, she thought the same i was going to the gym and she's like oh peter you need to watch out you're going quite a lot and i'm like Everyone else in my year is smoking weed, taking drugs. <laughs> I don't. I've never taken a drug in my life. I've no. never smoked. I rarely drink. No worries about me going to the gym five times a week. Yeah. I think we've got a little bit more to worry about here. Oh you know, my God. <laughs> it's like yeah, get into reality.
0: I know. It's so it's funny, crazy. Isn't it? It's
1: absolutely crazy.
0: I don't know about you as well, but has your like has your have your goals of what you want your body to look like changed drastically since you started lifting because when I look back it's like I wanted abs. I literally didn't care about any other part of my body i just wanted abs and then it's like oh okay now i want muscle but i want to be lean and it's like um, okay now i want to be like kind of curvy and have muscle and i also want to be healthy it's like it all changes as you go through the process i think
1: absolutely absolutely i i definitely think when i started i wanted to be as big as humanly possible Mm. there was a time in my life i thought the only thing i cared about was i want to be as big and as strong as possible that is what my day consisted around yeah i didn't actually once i got past that abs stage i just cared about being big that's all i wanted yeah i was eating you know five and a half six thousand calories a day <laughs> you know i was a lot heavier at the time i was about 119 120 kilos training most days mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong i was strong but you know <laughs> there's a trade-off there's a big trade-off with your lifestyle what mm-hmm. you do um wasn't balanced and then now i would say i'm I'm a lot more you know i want to be i would say i want to be big strong and functional yeah that's the for me that's and healthy health yeah. as well you know definitely didn't prioritize health um being 18 19 20 um but now i'm a lot more conscious of it you know actively getting my steps in regardless of what season of goals i'm in just staying healthy is huge yeah
0: It's funny because when you've been in the the industry for a while, you see people go through the whole process. And like, I know because I've done it myself. I've watched other people come through it and it's, It's like now, for instance, I went to the gym this morning and my warm up took me like 40 minutes because I'm like, I've got a front squat. I actually don't want to get injured. Like I'm trying to sort out some injuries. I'm like, I will spend now like 40 minutes warming up, whereas there will be a time in my life where I just go in and crack on. And if I hurt myself, I'd be like, oh, well, so what? (laughs) I don't know.
1: That's absolutely crazy i definitely think that's something that changes warm-up like prolongs warm-up how long you yes. spend to warm up um yeah I, I find it's classic any upper body day i'm literally i'm, I'm that guy with the the light red bands just doing all those like shoulder dislocates just making yeah. sure i'm fine yeah um, so you don't get classic you know left shoulder pain when you're pressing <laughs> yeah um, yeah no it's crazy but I, I know what you mean like there's, there's people that come in you know e- even with the bar and the, let's say you're squatting or benching or deadlifting I don't know about you, but I always start with the bar. Every time.
0: Yeah, Every after time like I start... a half an hour warm-up. Because... <laughs> Mate, if I try yeah. to squat with the bar, just walk into the gym. You see people do it. Walk into the gym, squat straight away. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> who are you?
1: I'm yeah, like, but... my body
0: won't do that. It just won't. What are these
1: joints? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's like,
0: I need to warm myself up first. Nah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think as well with like with benching particularly, I see guys, they come in and try throwing a 20 straight away yeah and my, my brain just I, I my shoulder would just no it's no, horrific I, I couldn't no couldn't, <laughs> i couldn't no it's absolutely crazy oh
0: my goodness do you
1: notice with do you notice with regards to like you know the gym now and the gym back when you started mm. it's a bit of a random question but do you notice your friends have changed
0: what from when i started like,
1: Yeah, like, who who you, like, just kind of who you hang around with, you know, how, you know, the kind of, like, circle of friends that you have, do you have the same, you know, girls or guys, or do you, it's, like, a different circle?
0: Yeah, I guess, um, my friendship groups have been a weird one, because they've, they've changed a lot over the years, depending on where I've been, like, I have never stayed in touch with people, really, from school, or, like, even uni, like, I have, I have friends, but not not friends that I'm really close with. I think I've only really made my my closest friends like later in life. So I don't know if it's to do with the gym or just to do with everything else. <laughs> it's quite hard to say,
1: but yeah, it's it's so interesting because I find that you know, similar to what you're saying there at school and uni, mm. I find that you know how there's that does that saying? I, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know how it's like you're the average of the five people yeah. you spend the most time with. yeah i find it just kind of the more you become involved in fitness your your friends sort of you just get even me and you just now mm. you know i didn't know you 10 years ago no yeah it's just you you meet different people you start hanging out with different people um i would say mine definitely have changed but not not necessarily that i don't like anyone i used to hang out yeah with. it's just that your goals are different and you want to do different things and yeah um i would say you know alcohol has a lot to do with that you know i'm all for having a night out and a drink and have a laugh but i do it so rarely these days same yeah it's just not you know the thought of being like the thought of going out every weekend mm. getting super drunk waking up the next day and just feeling rough all day that just doesn't appeal to me whereas a lot of people it does yeah. i would much rather get to bed at 10 at night get off <laughs> at 6 have a coffee do my workout and i feel amazing and that's but that's just you know everyone's different and i respect both sides of it yeah it's just you know do what you want to do i suppose
0: No, I'm exactly the same as that. I think your friends do start to, like, you know, come around what you're actually doing more. And the gym is actually a really nice place to meet people as well because you've already got that common interest. It's like you know that you guys are going to probably gel pretty well. Um, And then it just depends whether or not. For me, I don't know about you, but for me, it's like if the, the way that I become really good friends with someone is if I say I meet them in the gym, but they have to have, like, more about them because there are certain people, friends that you might make in the gym, but they're just your gym friends. Like all you talk about is the gym and like, that's it. But my closest friends, yeah. like you have to have more about you and your life for me to become really close because quite frankly, where I train and it's my job when I'm not doing it, I don't want to talk about the gym <laughs> like to anyone. I don't want to speak yeah. about it. I want like everything else, you know, in the world other than that
1: yeah yeah no I agree and it's it's funny you say that because me and my my flatmate he he's a PT as well mm. and you know we'll come home we'll hang out in the evening and we do not talk about the gym no. we don't want to talk about RPE and programming <laughs> no. and mesocycles I'm just fuck that I can't I, I'm done no. I'm done I'm done absolutely not <laughs> you know yeah um no for 100%. sure and it's just something as well you know like yeah that's absolutely crazy it's uh it's just crazy how your perception changes over time with all these things gem and just lifestyle and mm. um i'd say that's something that i you know the last few years particularly i've like paid i paid more attention to it yeah um but it's, a, it's I think it's cool to you know acknowledge that and the people that you don't hang around with it's more just it's not that you don't like them it's just your no. different interests yeah absolutely nothing
0: no nothing wrong with that at all um yeah that makes a lot of sense i think we should we should end it when you you had this idea i think it's great cringy dm's like sorry that's just such a tangent to go off on but let's just do it and then it'll wrap up this
1: that's a good this
0: podcast real nice so
1: wait how long have we been on for
0: um an hour and five minutes an hour. oh has come really oh quick
1: God. what
0: i know <laughs> So
1: this has been fun though. I've, I've liked this, it's, um It's good. It's good. I like the, I like the vibe.
0: Yeah, we'll do another one. <laughs> we we'll definitely. We oh, haven't we even covered half of what we planned, so I think we have to do another one.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at the list and I'm just like, whoa, we've got loads here. I know. Um, that's cool. We can, we can do them next time. Yeah, that's cool. Right, cringy DMs. Would you like to go first? Oh,
0: oh, I don't know. It's, it's. Um, I feel like I've had quite a lot of cringy DMs. <laughs> over the years yeah it's great quite, quite <laughs> oh my goodness um yeah I had a guy quite recently actually who sent me a dm um it was really he sent me quite a few dms to be honest but I didn't reply to anything because it was weird um and he said I can't remember what exactly how he worded process. it huh
1: was it just like setting in the message requests?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, obviously. You know, sometimes though, you <laughs> can look at the message request, but they don't know that you've opened it. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, all the time. yeah. I just <laughs> that, sometimes maybe. I'm curious, and I'm like, oh, what's that? Um, he said something about me. He was like, "You're high up in the." no you're on a pedestal high up in the stratosphere and it like went off like that and I was like what the hell is this guy <laughs> on about?" he's so weird what
1: is oh I've actually got um, a better
0: one sorry um, I got hit on by a footballer hilarious um,
1: like a, an, a, a pro footballer
0: an like actual a actual pro footballer oh my god this was oh, ages ago and I can't you? remember what his name is because I'm not even into football but like I've really put him back in his box and it was great. I'm going to try and find this whilst you tell your story.
1: <laughs> that, is, that is good gossip if you can find that. that's. A... <laughs>
0: I'm going to try. I'm going to try. What's your cringiest DM whilst I'm so, looking for this? Because I've definitely screenshotted this when it happened.
1: <laughs> so I do have a cringiest DM that I've received and it actually wasn't a DM. It was actually a text. I don't know how someone got my number. Oh. And um, yeah, so I actually i do have it screenshotted and anyone when i have this conversation with someone i pull this one up because i have to type a specific word into my whatsapp for it to come up okay so one night i was going to bed and uh my my girlfriend was out and it was like 11 o'clock at night Mm. and i was just like oh she, she was meant to be back about 11 and i just checked my phone just to make sure she was back okay you know Hearing yeah. boyfriend, okay. Yeah, very much so. And I go to bed, and I've got a text from a random person, and I click on it, and my eyes just were like they were half sleeping, and I just went, like, I, I, I've got it here, but I honestly, I can't even. Um, oh
0: my god, tell me, I want to know.
1: I genuinely can't even read it on, on this because it's it's so. I guess vulgar would be the word. Please um, read it. I want to see. <laughs> but I look, it's. It's really like i'll send you it as a i'll send you as a message it's just it's oh not it's God. not podcast appropriate but it, it was funny but i was just like oh my goodness and you'll see the you'll see the word that i i typed to find it okay have you found that footballer one
0: i found yeah i found it this was years ago like you got it? years ago, 2016 um i are you into okay, football okay. are you into football no, I oh. suck.
1: I probably won't even know the name. No, because I didn't He like either. to say the name,
0: um, Fellaini. Okay, is that I don't know what his
1: last name. Oh, is. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, like yeah. This is how I, I know nothing about football. <laughs> yeah, 2016? yeah, he slid into the DMs. Um, what did he say? Okay, um, so he goes, "Do you have WhatsApp? It's better to talk there." And I was like, I don't tend to give my number to like random men. Um, even if you are a famous footballer. He goes, it's fine, it's easiest to talk there, that's why. And I said, shouldn't you be playing football or something? <laughs> and then and then he goes, <laughs> send your number and we talk there, like really adamant about this. Um Oh my god. And then oh hang on, it's frozen. Are you still there?
1: Yeah. Oh, no. is, is is this guy is he um I don't want to get it wrong, but is he is he like Belgium?
0: I have no idea. From Belgium, maybe.
1: I, I I suck at football, but I know the name. And if it's the person, I'm thinking of it is okay, that's maybe. mental. So so what happened after that? That was just case, case closed, shot down.
0: Um, and he kept 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 he kept going. Send your number and we talk there. Um,
1: what, what?
0: And then eventually I ended Those up saying weird. this. This went on for a while, and then I eventually just said, "Demos goes, girls, girls fall at your feet because you're famous," and he didn't reply. <laughs> Just breaking this one up because Pete and I had some technical issues at the end of this podcast. So unfortunately, the whole podcast very abruptly ended. So what I'm going to do is put Pete's information, his Instagram and everything in the description below. Thank you so much for listening um, and I shall see you next week.